Okay. And we're nice. coming in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and here with me on my left is my co-host, Adrian. And as usual, sitting in control room is our technical director, Michael Cards. Hey. <laughs> How are you guys doing? All right. Yeah. It's hot. It's, it's it hot. is really hot. We're actually starting to finally get that summer heat wave in California now. I hate it. We got the tape. This is the tape. The tell. This is like the small. This is like the intro. This is the spec. But hey, usually we start getting this like around like the beginning of March. So we actually had like a few easy months leading up. This is the longest time we actually started getting actually hot, like hitting real time summer heat. I know. It's it started. uh, It gave us sporadic moments where it was hot, Mm -hmm. and then went down to cold. Like hey, just reminding you. This is coming up. So yeah. all the May movies are done. We're starting to move into the summer blockbusters. Yep. Uh, but one movie that recently came out that I got excited, I really want to see because I saw the first one, but I didn't get the chance to see this one is A Quiet Place Part 2. Still haven't seen the first one. Oh, it's such a good movie, the first I've one. I watched the last like 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. I kind of ruined it Yeah, you didn't get all that build up. Yeah. This, it's a movie that you definitely have to see in theaters. And Sometime there this week, me and Ash are going to go see the second one in theaters. But holy shit, I already read some of the reviews and everything, and it's it's kicking off already. It's already kicking off. Uh, I've heard that it's um it's different than the first one. Yeah, see, that's what I heard with that one. But I don't. I I try to avoid all the real spoilers. It's like I'm not a person who really is particular or cares with spoilers. But when it comes to this film. It was like yeah. it was such a good experience in theaters. Like the tension, the quietness. You can hear people fucking snacking on the popcorn. Like that's how quiet it was in theaters watching the I, first one. It really honestly, is a quiet place. Honestly, that that's a movie I wish I would watch in theaters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I wish I would actually watch that one in theaters because I mean we talked about other movies, you know, not to get off topic or anything like that, but you know, other movies like uh, Inception and you mm-hmm. know. Or pretty much any Nolan film, really. Yeah. You want to watch in theaters because you want to hear that yeah, music. Yeah, you want to feel... It's not even really to hearing, but you want to feel the experience of the yeah. movie. And you can only get that in a theater. Not, oh, hold on. Not only in a theater, but you have to go for like either Atmos or yeah. Oh, yeah. THX yeah. or yeah. or something like that. Yeah, you, you need gotta an get IMAX audio. experience. You got to get that 360 degree audio oh, there. I need that. Yeah. yeah. I'm so spoiled on that now. <laughs> but, like, I have to have it. But this got me thinking like... not even recently but this has basically been the trend for comedic actors this film was written by john krasinski from which everyone knows he's from the office he's a comedic actor yeah he plays jim but this has been a trend now with comedians and just comedic actors taking on serious roles and fucking knocking them out of the park you think it's because i mean was it comedy derives from pain or drama. Yeah. So it kind of works I, in that hand. I think it, well, oh, here's the thing. Well, I want to clarify one thing that you said that you said, you know, comedian actors knocking it every single time. Not true. Okay. Not knocking every time, but you see like, yes. especially what? recently, we can definitely say recently. Yeah. Well, I'll say more recently. Yes. Yeah, more yeah, recently. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but like what uh, Mike was saying that, you know, it comes from pain, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like what's it called? Uh, Kevin Hart's um, uh, stand up. It's called, you know, laugh at my pain. Yeah. So they're able to draw in that inner pain and, you know, maybe bring it out mm-hmm. into a comedic sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense that when you, you hear a comedian, you know, go from, you know, a lighthearted, you know, SNL type of thing, then go into, 
a straight dark place that most people don't want the, you know they'll think they'll go into it's like the actual it's real. like the actual yeah. realism of the joke that they told earlier yeah it's like haha man it makes me just want to kill myself oh i relate and then it's like the tone changes to man i just really want to kill myself yeah. and it's like whoa that's not funny but you can see how it's like it's such a weird transition especially for like a lot of comedians and comedic actors like I can never see Michael Sarah fucking going into a hard, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I don't, you never know. That's the I, thing. I, you I, never know. This actress that's the thing like, is, like, now it, it, it is getting to the point that you can never know. Yeah, because, I mean, I, like, uh, for instance, I mean, if you go into, like, the earlier career, imagine going to, uh, watching the first two uh, Jim Carrey movies. Ace Ventura <laughs> and, uh, what was it? Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah, those films. Those yeah. films. Imagine... Going back and telling this guy's gonna make uh, you know a straight horror film, you know a good dramatic horror film one day. You're gonna go, no, not the guy's talking uh, yeah, out of his no, ass. No, no, not that guy. Never. No. Then sure enough, freaking 25 years later, he's making a you know the movie 23 and. You, need, you needed the ones that grew up with him talking out of his ass to grow up. Yeah. Well, I could definitely see this coming from a lot of like older comedians, yes, and comedic actors where they had enough time and life experience to really explain all the hard choices and hard shit that went on in her life into an actual serious role. But it's weird seeing that even from like younger people now where it's like, you know, at like Jonah Hill was a prime example. It was like, he was just a comedian, the comedic fat kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, th I think it works on actually in the way we grew up with him because when he first started, he was a teenager. He was a kid. Yeah. yeah. And now he grew up to, you know, when he started getting more serious roles, mm -hmm. uh, what was it? The movies? Um, yeah, like Moneyball. Yes, Moneyball. Yeah, um, um, even Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Heels. Yeah, Wolf of fucking Moneyball, Wolf of Wall Street, uh, War Dogs. Yeah, War Dogs. War Dogs. Yeah, that was right. a really good one. one. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that was another one. Um, then he did, fucking man, he he did one. I think it was for Amazon, but really? then it got. I think it got. Um, they got cut at the last minute, and everyone that saw it said that it was his best performance. Like he went into a deep place. Damn, was it was picked up by Amazon? I or? think it was Amazon that that saw I, it. Okay, I definitely. And I remember Jonah Hill being super, um, super bummed because it was cut, and he was like, "Dude, no one's gonna be able to see this. Like, this sucks." Uh, okay, there, there's an article from Independent, but I'm trying to figure out what's the name. But there, wait, wait, hold on. Back up, back up, right back there. up. Uh, don't worry, he won't. What? <laughs> oh no, I, I read sorry. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. They, they Don't worry, the he won't. <laughs> no, they changed the font on that. Yeah, mm -hmm. they italicized it, yeah. so that's why. Uh it had a budget of three point five million. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it really was a small project. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's called. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's so what's right. Yeah, yeah, you were right. That, yeah, that's a weird title. Yeah. yeah. Let me see. What is it like? Yeah, it's called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Is there a uh No, no, there's no actual like Yeah, I think yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's just what it was called. I and I think he starts out as I think he starts out as a psychiatrist. Uh -huh. Oh no, it was um, he co-starred with uh, Walking Phoenix. Oh shit, that's right. Shit, and he's the psychiatrist, and he's um asking questions to Walking. Oh, that's that's what it was. He was bummed because no one would be able to see the performance that Walking Phoenix did, mm. and he was and Jonah Hill was just like. No one's going to be able to see this amazing, amazing. performance that he, that he so, took on. So wait, this movie is not released or it's released, but it, the scenes were cut. 
I don't think it's released. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think they. I think they they cut it. Yeah, it says Amazon fucked up releasing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Ah. That's why no one. And he said that it was. Uh, so it's unavailable right now. Yeah, it's unavailable. Yeah. yeah. But I remember the scene that I think they put out, and it was like Walking Phoenix, and he was talking about like Jonah Hill asking him, "Why did you get behind the wheel?" And he's like, "I don't. I don't know. I don't remember." Yes, you do. You remember. If you knew that you were as drunk as you were, why did you get behind the wheel? That kills your friend. Yeah. It was. It was like a. It was a super heavy moment, <laughs> and. Jonah Hill was basically talking about how this was honestly on the same performance, if not better, than his performance when he played Joker. Yeah, it says here, Amazon picked up the film prior to Sundance, but the studio failed to create award buzz for the project in Park City, despite solid reviews. So basically, they (laughs) fucked up marketing. Yeah, yeah, they really fucked that up. Someone didn't do their job. Dude, that would have been... Honestly, that probably would have taken me to a deep emotional place (laughs) where I needed to like... I need to watch like New Girl to come to come back from that. <laughs> but <laughs> you, know? you see this trend though. It's like, how do you feel that we're starting like it's almost like it's basically almost a trend now where you can have it expected if you're almost like a powerhouse, not even a power slug, but a really good, serious, like comedic actor, you can transition over. I personally I like it. I like seeing, you know, older I mean, I will see. I'll clarify. I like seeing older comedians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, age into, into a role. roles. Mm. You know, prime example, yeah. Chris Rock. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, with Spirals. And I mean, even though he did New Jack City, mm-hmm. he was, that was his first serious role. But I mean, as an older age, uh, the way he played in Spirals, which mm. is still kind of comedic, but it was that, you know, that older guy that's just, you know, not fed up with life, but it's just, he has experience. Yeah. Okay. He's Versus experienced older roles life. when he, he yeah. played that one young guy that's just, Trying to make it in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, would you see Chris? Um, would you see Chris Rock in his performance of Spiral after his performance of doing The Longest Yard? Like, would you ever see that? No, no, no. oh no, no, no. absolutely okay. not, absolutely not. No. So it it was definitely then it would be definitely where, like you said, like comedians, they definitely have to age into it. They either have to age into it, or they have to have that life experience where you could believe it. You usually get those from those comedians who just had, like, they fell out from the limelight for, like, a few years. Mm. And then they're coming back, and it's like, since they had a quieter, like, more peaceful or whatever the fuck happened in their life, that life experience, they bring it into these new roles. Yes. That's like Chris Tucker, where he, uh, when he took a hiatus for a little bit. Yeah. After the rush hour, the third rush hour mm-hmm. one. And I think he, what, did he take a break for, like, six years? Six, seven years? Longer. Something like, yeah, it's not like eight? that long. Yeah. yeah. It, whenever the Silver Linings Playbook came out, he was in it. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. was his first serious movie. Yeah. I Trying think to get back into yeah, it. Yeah, get back yeah. into that it. That was good. I liked him in yeah. that too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, it was great because, I mean, before that, when obviously for Rush Hour, he was known as the loud comedian. Yeah, the yeah. loud black guy. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And now. Check it. <laughs> oh, no. Lee. Lee. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, I mean, I think, imagine that. Going back early, you know, First Rush Hour movie and telling me that, you know, Chris Tucker's going to be one day doing a serious role. You would never believed it. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. I, no, hell no, I wouldn't. It's like, well, is he going to scream through the entire thing or what's he going to do? Would you say it would have to be something on the lines of where you would have to get burnt out on seeing an actor in repeated comedic roles to where he's in a serious one, he or she, and you're like, okay. No, I don't think I the burnout's necessary. I don't think, no, no, it's not necessary because remember Robin Williams did that. Yeah, he didn't burn out. He just like transitioned from he one to another. No, I, I yeah. mean not not the actor, but I mean like people watching. Mm. Like if you were on Ace Ventura like five, you know, <laughs> and you were like, 
all right, it's another Ace Ventura. He's going to talk out of his ass again. Like, you would get burned out on it. You yeah. Know? You would get yeah. burned out on I guess. I, repeated I, I, comedic roles. So you roles. think, like, they do that to avoid the burnout in their career? I think it becomes more of along the lines of a release, mm. of being like, I got to be happy. You know, I got I to gotta be funny. Mm. I got to be funny for these people. When it's, like, really, you just want to, like, let your hair down and just be vulnerable. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I, I get where you're going at with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I think that most comedic actors want to, you know, I guess, show another side to themselves. Yeah. To the world that, you know, most people just see, oh, this is the funny guy and that's it. Well, people do forget that comedy is still a form of art yes. and yeah. no artist wants to perform the same type of art for the rest of their life. No. No one wants to it's be a comedian. It's one thing to hone your craft. Their entire life. Yeah. It's one thing to hone your craft, but if you're stunting on the same thing over and over, then I mean, are you even sharpening the tools of at your disposal? Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, you have other, I mean, if you look at today's comedians, you know, the big powerhouses, mm -hmm. you know, Kevin Hart for right now, we just see him as the, you know, the short, the short guy who, yeah. you know, another short Chris Tucker. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All he does is scream and moves, moves uh, his hands around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, hell, who knows, maybe in 20 years, we'll see him in one serious role that we're going to go, wow, that's Oscar worthy right there. I, I can definitely see that coming from They're going to redo Glory and he's going to play Denzel Washington's I know. character. <laughs> like, oh, shit. He's going to get that Glory cry, that Denzel cry. He'll be like, damn, if he pulls. <laughs> Dude, I can't imagine Zoom. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, who started this? That started the trend? No, yeah, no, yeah. We looked it up. Do where you, it first started. Uh, yeah. Jackie Gleason. Yes. Jackie, Jackie okay, Gleason. Jackie Gleason? Yes. So Jackie, which, so for those who don't know, yeah. Jackie Gleason, if you ever remember the honeymooners. Which I guarantee most people don't because it's an old ass <laughs> show. Old. I want to say from the fifties. Uh yes, fifties, and it would not be okay at oh, all. No. At Hell all. no, but not no. okay today. Because his, <laughs> his signature line is one of these days, Alice. Pow! <laughs> Right to the moon. And basically, like, I'm going to hit you so hard, you're going to be sent flying into the moon. Literally threatening your wife. But yeah. at the same time, she had the same level of like, oh, shut up. Yeah. You know, like it was it, it was horrible. It was that East Coast ass back then. Yes, it was like yeah. East Coast ass. So his first performance, uh, one of his first serious performances was when he played a character in the movie called The Hustler. Oh, OK. No, I've seen that. Yeah, He played the pool. He played the pool shark Fats. Holy shit. And he only did, he he maybe had five, maybe of a paragraph of lines throughout the entire movie. And the rest of it is just it's method fair, acting. And this dude did so well. I think he, I think he was either nominated or he won, I think like a Oscar for supporting actor. Damn. Like, cause that's how good he was. So that and then when was that too? That was that movie. Oh God, that movie was in nineteen sixty. Yeah, it was like it was like one of the heights of cinema at that moment. It was during the Paul Newman uh, age. Great movie, fantastic movie. Anybody who's never seen The Hustler, I would recommend. Nineteen sixty one. Yeah, okay. Nineteen sixty one. Okay, so you were close. okay yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, damn. Recommend it. Peak Paul Newman movie. If. Honestly, if if you don't watch classic <laughs> movies because oh man, it's all black and white, it's, it looks boring. Honestly, ten minutes in, you're not even going to notice it being black and white because you're going to be so drawn in. This is a great movie. Yeah, Give yeah, it a watch. Definitely, yeah, I would definitely say you get to watch. But okay, but definitely. So yeah, so, yeah, Jackie Gleason started that. Yeah. So when would we say it really became more of like 
a trend to us because we're comedians. That's a, that's a gap from the sixties to like now. That's a gap. It's I, no, actually, I noticed that it's a it's a it's not necessarily it's a phases that happen. Like it comes and goes. It mm-hmm. comes and goes because, like I said, that will happen nineteen sixty one. The more earlier ones, like you the, know, it came I, in the nineties with like Robin Williams. Yeah, the yeah. early nineties, then it faded away. Then the two thousands mm-hmm. faded away. Then it does like it. What happens. was what the one for the two thousands though? Um, Jamie Fox. Yes, oh. Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. He was in God. Okay. He was in a nope. good handful. Yeah. No, <sighs> but I yeah, only remember Jamie have? Fox in that one shitty like air fire, jet fired movie where it's like a stealth. Oh. Stealth. That's what I was called. Yeah, that's all I remember. Uh, I don't even count that one <laughs> because honestly, he was just like. He was pretty much like the loud character. Yeah. He was like the Chris Tucker, Chris Rock. Like, yo, man, let's get this flight. I have like and such few memories of that movie. I really blocked out most. I remember of, the, mo- most of that. I just remember the poster. That's it. <laughs> God. Yeah. And okay, Jamie Foxx. So people, okay, obviously played Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, won an, I think he won two Oscars for that one. Yeah. But be, uh, his career started as a stand-up comedian. That's where he started. Mm-hmm. Then he went on a show on um, In Living Color. Well, he's, uh, he started out in Living Color first. No, no, he was he was a stand-up comedian. He was stand-up first. Oh, he did really? stand-up. Yeah, yeah, that's why he's a. Then he transitioned to doing uh, serious movies and music and music all that and shit. Yeah. whatever he's doing now. <laughs> but no, he's one that started I think in the two thousands. Okay, the so we got the two thousands. Yeah. Then we get now with all you know, we get the Seth Rogans, the Jonah Hill. Yes. Yeah. Fucking, you know, you know, it just the, the list keeps going on. We get even Adam Sandler now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. We argued about the earlier, but yeah. Absolutely, yes. For now, he actually, I think he, like, again, one of the things we aged into He aged a role. into that? Yeah. Honestly, Adam Sandler's at the point to where I would take him more as a serious actor now mm-hmm. than as a comedic actor. See, I have not seen Uncut Gems yet, so I definitely need to see that so I can Same. feel, you know, what you're talking about, what most people are talking about. It's like, you know, definitely seeing him now evolving into the mature, serious filmmaker. Just like, within, like, the first... No joke, like when he's on screen for the first like ten minutes, mm-hmm. it's like it's almost a it's a nine day difference of his acting. It's that he just good. controls because the scene. He's yes. a little different because he's not just the actor part; he's a filmmaker too, and everything yeah. he's done has been even comedy films. Yes, so he has been stuck in that format of just being a comedian through most of his careers. He had like what two, three roles that tried to branch out of that. Yes. But every he, single time yeah. he rebound right back to comedy. Yes. He had like besides this, mm-hmm. he would um See, I remember he Raid had, Over Me and he Spanglish. Had, he had Raid Over Me, Spanglish, The Cobbler. Mm-hmm. He has one movie that's to be determined on when to come out. I think it's like sometime next year or two mm-hmm. years from now. But yeah. so far, besides Uncut Gems, he's only made or including Uncut Gems, yeah. he's only made four series movies. Right. And usually they're spread out in roughly around like oh, a, yeah. almost a seven year span. What about funny people? That, that, okay, that, uh, I, it's a serious movie. Uh, no, get me off. That movie pisses movie. me off too. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. It's a serious movie, but he's still trying to be funny in that thing. I think everyone's trying to be funny. Everyone's trying to be funny, but since all the you know jokes miss the mark because that's the point of the film. Yes, it's, you know it's really about the real life of comedians yes. and how they live. It's it's sad. Yeah, it's fucking it's, sad, I, man. I, that's why yeah, I, I guess I guess that would be one of his a- dramatic acting roles because he just hits that one. Yeah, hits the mark as for you know when he's talking to the doctor and you know it just mm-hmm. where he's trying to make he's trying to make light of a situation, but he just knows he knows just, it, it can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah that's one that where was... I'm just like fuck, like that. 
That movie was so fucking misleading, too. Oh, yeah. Yes, Talking it about was. the previous episode with misleading trailers. Yeah. I thought that shit was going to be a full-on comedy. So no. did I. I thought Hell that was going to no. be like, oh, my God, look at all this this all-star cast of comedians. Yeah. You have Seth Rogen. You have Jonah Hill. You, you had a, a mixture of comedians and a little sprinkle of serious actors and actresses. Like, it was like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. Like, <laughs> you have so much star power here for a comedic movie. I just thought about something, too, right now. Just what? right now, as we're talking... Uh, Okay, we talk about comedians that transition into drama, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The serious roles. What about offsprings of comedians that do dramatic roles? Like what, the children? What, ben explain, Stiller. explain, yeah. Ben Stiller. Ben's, both, oh. his, both oh. his parents are comedy legends. Yes, that's right. And, that, and obviously he does comedy as well, uh-huh. but he does a lot of drama roles. So I don't know if that's like a... I gotta I got be refreshed on the yeah, drama I, roles. Yeah, I do. Uh, oh, uh, Walter Mitty. Mitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talk about yeah. that, yeah. It was just talking. Um, yeah, love that movie. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a couple. I oh, mean, absolutely you're fucking. It's a. funny because Benson is one of those roles. Like, man, I don't want to watch the movies. I'll watch it. I'll sit there. <laughs> yeah, I never go to a movie like, hey, this is the Ben Stiller movie. Yeah, like if he's in it, I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like the same thing with Owen Wilson. Yeah, he's in there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, but you don't. I'm not gonna go like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. Gonna, you're oh. not gonna go to this movie because you love this actor. Kind of thing. That got me thinking, because we were talking about also with comedians who go into serious roles. There's also been the thing where we're starting to even see some, not even serious actors, but actors who aren't comedians starting to go into that comedic role. Like Mark Wahlberg, for instance. Okay. Where a lot of his recent films, yeah. he's still serious, like, but he is the off-put side in comedies for being serious. It makes it funnier. I think it's because... Honestly, I think it's because Are he you, realized his acting is not as top notch yeah. as it's supposed to be. Mm. So it's best to just step back mm-hmm. a little bit. Or um, what's his name? Um, Magic Mike. Uh, Chang Tatum. Chang Tatum. Same thing. Yes. So yeah, he's starting to get into a lot of comedy roles too, but he's still acting seriously in these roles. That's like Honest, this weird thing also with comedy too. Honestly, here's the thing though. I don't think he's acting seriously. I think that's just his face <laughs> because it's the same face everywhere else <laughs> like his face always looks like he ran on the set they just told him the quick outline of yes. what's going on they said action and he just looks confused on what to say you should like see, every time i see his face you should see the his performance in gi joe <laughs> oh. like it, the dramatic part where he's captured and the reveal of of like uh what's his who's the leader i forgot that name. Uh, cobra for, cobra yeah whatever uh, commander Cobra Commander? Yeah, something. And it's supposed to be like his best friend or something like that. Uh. And his reveal is like, Daniel, you son of a bitch. I thought you were dead. (laughs) And it's like, it's supposed to be like a shouting betrayal moment, right? But it totally takes you out of it because of his still face. Like, whatever face you see, that's in every single movie. face. It's just like... I see he the way you look so at confused. him. Oh, here, you know, here. I can like, even read it. Like I, was, I can even read it like him. I see the way you look at him. I know because you used to look at me <laughs> that way. <laughs> you know, oh, uh, so good. Back up. Back up. Uh, that photo right there. That photo. This one. No, no, no. The one on the right. One more. That one. Yeah. You know it looks like what? A live action little bits. <laughs> <laughs> A live action little bits. Little bits. Little bits. <laughs> We got tiny pizzas. We got we got uh, little bagels. But it's it's weird seeing this two happen at the same time. You know what movie I did kind of like him in though? I, it was like um, watch scroll up, what all the way up 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 up, yep. up to the right where he's like has a goatee. 
Uh, yeah. That one right there. Which one's this one from? Uh, jeez uh, Louise. It was him and, oh my God, Adam Driver were in it. Daniel Craig was in it. It's based on a true story of these guys who pretty much robbed. Uh, Lucky Logan? Yes. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Yes. Or okay. Logan Lucky Wedge. Yeah. 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 Okay. I did actually like him in that movie. <laughs> Do you see this as like now the set in stone for like comedians where just like your career needs to evolve at some point into a serious role for you to continue it to advance your career? Yes. Uh, well, actually, yeah. I mean, it's. I think it falls on the person itself mm -hmm. who want, you know, I guess it depends on the actor because I mean, there's some actors who, uh, who will stick to comedy, you know, for either they are typecast it or they're mm -hmm. stuck to comedy most of the life until they get that one chance. And even then most of the chances are indie films. They're small films. They're not major films because the studio is not going to risk putting, you know, uh, putting, you know, let's say, because I was thinking, all right, do you think eventually this could lead into like an offshoot? It's like no longer is like the comedian actors are the serious, you know, serious like filmmakers. Now it's like comedian actors are all in the blockbuster action roles. Do you think we'll switch over to that? Uh, I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't think so. I think they always will be stuck to that comedy. They're, if they do that, yeah. they're the, the comic relief of the story. Because I saw Chris Pratt, which, you know, he was the kind of chubby-ish White kid now, sexy looking, muscular, abbed out. Throw him in all the action films. Yeah, but he's still comic relief. Yeah, he's still comic relief. But there's you see the slow transition yes. into the action star. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then there is that one other um, actor. I can't remember his name. He's now in the Eternals. Um, but he got fucking ripped. Yes. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he was um Kum 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 Kumar. Cool. No, not Kamar. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it Kumar? No, it no, it starts, it no, was, no, that's um, someone else. That's someone, that's someone else. I know yeah. exactly who you're talking about, though. Yeah. He he has um he was in that one movie with Dave Batista. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an action comedy. Uh Kumal Nan uh Najiani. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude got fucking ripped. Let me see if we get some images of that shit. Look, Look at, at that. that. Look at that. That dude he when I, <laughs> I have no words. But when I no, first saw a, that, and I saw before that, and after, the yeah. before and after, yeah. When I saw that, look. and I was like, when that was announced that he was going to be in this movie, I was like, all right, maybe he's going to be like a comic relief. He's like, no, he's going to be one of the Eternals. Yeah, you're like, and I was wait, like, wait, what? what are you talking about? And then immediately the following, I remember the morning I turned on Instagram, and that was one of the first things I was like, holy, holy shit. shit! Like, there's no way that could be real. I'm like. Absolutely not. But then it was scrolling. It was and it was from his yeah. his own page. Seriously, and I was like, "Holy shit!" But you know, do you think this is gonna be the new thing though? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I, I, but maybe they'll sense. start to transition. Yeah, into that. He's like, "Hey, hey, role. get over here. We're gonna make an action star." All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. I said I think so. But like I said, comic relief. Comic relief. Yeah. There, I don't think there can be a full transition as for like a full blown like you know you're gonna be the serious actor. Like no, no. no it will it will always start them off. Any comedian first moving away from a full-on comedy role, mm -hmm. it'll always be first off starting as comedic relief. That's, yeah, I mean, that's the given. I mean, look at what's it called? Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Mm -hmm. Remember after he did uh, Even Stevens? Mm -hmm. He did yeah. uh, before Constancy We Do. Oh, yeah, Holes. He had Holes. holes. Uh, no, after Holes, there was no... I Robot. I think I Robot was oh, his I first adult one. And he was like, yeah, he was comic, comic And yeah, also one costume. He was a comic relief in both of them. Yeah. Then slowly transitioned into, you know, the whole, you know, serious role. Mm -hmm. Which led into Nymphomaniac and him going crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I like I like his crazy career. I like the way he's gone crazy. It's yeah. it's a little it's a different type of crazy. Apparently he was out in Hemet a couple yeah, yeah. years ago. He was out yeah. in Hemet, yeah. He was visiting a bunch of shops and shit. Yeah, yeah. he's crazy. No. So we see how this is going. We know where this is probably gonna I think this is gonna last, right, for quite some time. It's old yeah. I mean it's like it's been there since his I said it's Jackie it's, Gleason, Lisa, uh, Leslie Nelson. Lucio Ball. Yeah, Ball, yeah. Um, as well. Chris Rock, Don Rickles, you know. They all done it where they just transition from one to another. Do you guys have a specific com uh, comedic or just a comedic actor that you'll want to see eventually go into serious roles? Ooh. Uh, one that's currently, uh, I think I've always said it. Like, I want to see Kevin Hart. Kevin, <laughs> I Kevin see, Hart. That would be an interesting one. I, I feel like he has the potential to do it because he already did a movie with, um, with Brian Cranston. Mm. Yeah, where it was based on a true story. He was like an ex-con who was pretty much hired to take care of this quadriplegic, like rich dude, mm. and and he was basically like giving up on life because he he's he's paralyzed from the neck down. So I mean he he can't really do anything. And Kevin Hart's just kind of coming in and showing like that new way of life of living. Mm. What was the movie called? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but weirdly enough, I, I think. There was, I think it was based off a French movie because it's literally the exact same like premise, exact same thing. The upside? Yes. yes. There okay. you go. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think he, he has the potential to do it, but I think he's kind of avoided it for right now. Maybe I mean, he's making a lot of money just from doing a stand up. So, yeah. So, I mean, maybe well, he's just like, I don't want to jeopardize that right now. His stand up, his side gigs, all his, that shit. Yeah. All that stuff he has going on. Uh, I like I said right now. I think he's playing the businessman. Mm. He's not really doing the whole artist. Yeah. Um. So I I think it'll be a little while before we get a full blown serious out of him. Because uh, I that's something I would definitely want to see mm -hmm. is being able to excuse me <laughs> being able to flex that that those serious acting skill chops. You want to see that? Yeah, I I want to see him evolve into that because I feel like that's just his next step. Like all all comedian. Other stand-up comedians who ever went into acting eventually went there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it would be only natural for him to kind of go there as well. Otherwise, you're just going to... I'm going to get burned out seeing him in comedic roles. You yeah. Know? And I feel like Kevin Hart is the type of person that enjoys a challenge. So, I think this would be a great thing for him. I think... Personally, that's just me. Mm -hmm. I think I would love to see him, like, in a, in a serious role. And I think he would probably nail it. Yeah. Oh, I definitely, I, I will say I need to see him age up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Let him, let, I want to see, like, if I, if I'm going to have Kevin Hart hit me with like a surprise performance, I need to like not see him for a couple years, him lay low and then fucking hit hard at an older age. That's what I need to see from him. Fences? Like, huh? Fences? Fences? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You want to see him do that? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that one scene fucking just. Fucking, huh. Oh, man. Can't Shit, yeah. I don't know if I, I could see him in fences. If I ever saw Chris, oh no, that's too Kevin heavy Hart. to start. If I saw Kevin Hart anything with fences, even a, I think I will have to see it. If I, if anything I saw like a stage play of fences is like Kevin Hart, I would have to see that. That shit is. Oh, that's that, a, fences is one where it's like if you're gonna do fucking fences, you better fucking hit that shit out dude, of the ballpark. I think that should be the. The standard. If you could do that, <laughs> you got it. That's it. There's nothing stopping you. That's it. But you. But they have to watch. They have to watch both versions. They have to watch 
the original Broadway. Yeah. James Earl Jones. And they have to watch James Earl Jones, Jones. and Denzel Washington Virgins. Okay. <laughs> because Denzel Washington Virgins is like he's a he's kind of he's just an ass. Yeah. But James Earl Jones is like this is a man who's bitter as fuck. Mm-hmm. But he hates his life, and the only reason he's doing what he's doing is because he feels the obligation. obligation. That's it. As a father and a husband, nothing, nothing else. else. There's no love, no nothing. It's nothing. obligation. Yeah, that's hard. That is, if he does that, oh fuck! And actually made it. Oh, holy shit. shit! That would be the performance. I'd be like, fucking, take this Oscar. <laughs> take it. It probably don't mean shit these days, but damn, take it. <laughs> What about you, Adrian? I mean, I I got I mean we got looking uh, what's it called uh, Chris Rock, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. There's another comedian I actually would like to see try serious roles. I'm not sure you guys are familiar with his work or not. Um, uh, his name is uh, Tom Segura. Uh, I, yeah, it sounds yeah. sounds familiar. I think uh, I he has a, he has uh, I think he has like five stand-ups on Netflix. Um, he was recently on. Is he the guy that likes being shirtless? No, that's no, no, that's no. Uh, Burt Kreischer. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, he just recently did uh, a movie about foster kids, uh, and he was actually pretty good in that one too. Really? Uh, Instant what? Family. That's what's called. Oh, okay. He played the, he that played guy. The, yes, um, he does a lot of deadpan humor. Yeah. But I actually would like to see him do some serious roles because I think a lot of those comedians that do that deadpan, mm-hmm. harsh uh, comedy style, they could definitely pull it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he kind of pulls out that he doesn't give a shit about anything kind of attitude. Yeah. But I think if you put him in the right role, it it works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that works. I could... Yeah, I could see yeah, that. Yeah, I could, I could see he that. He kind of has that that face that mm-hmm. works with it too. You know, when you have a certain comedian that that has a certain look to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then... So I never listened to his stand-up comedy, but I always heard it was pretty good, so... Dude, I cannot find fucking tickets for the stand-up. Really? They Damn. sell out so fucking quick. Damn. Damn, yeah. Yes. That's, yeah, that, okay, is, that's that's an interesting one. Yes. See, I got two in my mind. I'm going to do the first one, which is very simple, easy. I would love to see this happen with Dave Chappelle. Ooh. I think you already kind of see a glimmer of that. Because um, you're, you're seeing life, ha- what has done to him. Yes. You, you, you definitely see, see it. And it's, well, because he's in that performance of Star is Born. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But So you see what I'm talking about, like... I, I need to see some sadness from Dave Chappelle if he were to do like a role. Because that shit yeah. will hit hard with him. Yes. Uh, I would like... Oh, oh, man. I'm trying to imagine like... I <laughs> see. Yeah, yeah. you're oh, thinking well, about I'm, that now. Yeah. Would he be in Fences? <laughs> <laughs> shit. Fuck. No, he would play, he'll play laid back the entire time. You know that. Yeah. He won't play like that that roughness. He just play it laid back. He'll be way too laid back, that uncaring though. He's he just plays the uh He plays the one that's like who's trying to learn how to play trumpet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh fuck. Or what do we do see some fucking Dave Chappelle shit like a 12 year slave? Oh no. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could see him in that. See, that's Period hard, pieces? Cause, yeah, because yeah, you see them do slave bits. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if I could take him seriously bits, that's what I'm as saying. No, one. That's what I'm saying. It'll hard, it's hard seeing that because of the comedic bits yeah. he's done. But imagine him pulling that shit off. I think he would be good for a serious role if we played like the uh, like the elder or the... Not the elder, but like the... Uh, the guy who's been through some shit, mm. and he's trying to teach younger guys that, you know, is either a nephew or something that, you know, 
to put him on the right track. Oh yeah. So you're talking about that one old like the one old black dude that's in the in the neighborhood who's always eating like almonds or something. Mm-hmm. He's always like popping his mouth. He's like, hey man, <laughs> you don't need to be doing that. Like, sort of, but not he, that he, stereotypical. He's given like <laughs> he's given like that um like that life advice that you never really asked for. Uh, he just kind of like floats around <laughs> and he's just like, you know, hey, you gotta be focusing on that schoolwork. Focus on that shit. <laughs> Come on, do you, do yourselves better. You're oh, better than yeah. that. That's a little too much. Yeah, then I got my uh, second person, Fred Armisen. Oh, Dude, man. So have you seen like Portlandia or have you seen um, Moonbase 8? Or if you ever watch, um, he also is, like uh, does a lot of voice comedy too. So yeah. have you seen Final Space? Yeah, Final Space. His is weird. It's mainly for, I can see him playing really unique sad roles yeah he has this weird disposition about him where it's so awkward where it feels like the awkwardness of his personality has negatively affected him like um you you would see him play more a role that um i don't want to say a person that's spineless but a person that's charismatic not charismatic i guess actually Spineless would probably be the best. Spineless? Kind of. I feel like that's an insult. Uh, and I don't no, want to no. insult him. Where life has stepped on him, I guess. I yeah. Like, like, where where he's, like he's, he's kind of been stepped he, over. He, yeah, yeah. He's like the product of what happens when life has just constantly walked over you. Yeah. Would you see... Okay. Oh, okay. Here's my best example. Would you see him if not... If it wasn't Will Ferrell, would you see him in Stranger Than Fiction? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, like that definitely. kind of one. But he's always playing like these weird, kooky fucking characters, yeah. like yeah. side characters. But I would definitely love to see him actually try something fucking going hard with a serious role and really taking that shit in. Would you want to see him in like Schindler's list? <laughs> I think we should just avoid these people with period pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to focus on today's melodramas. Like around this time. That is the thing is like, I don't know if I could take a comedian serious in a period piece. Has there been a comedian done like a serious period piece? Um, Jamie Foxx? <laughs> Ray, I guess. Ray. Uh, Django and Chain? Django and Chain? I mean, that was not really a serious but just, that's hard to classify as a period piece because it is Western old days, but it's not the purpose of it is not a period piece. Uh, what? He was on Ali. That's more mm. like a bio. Like a biopic. Bio. That's a biopic. Um, That's why, like dude, Ray, I'm, I'm Ali, he's good with all biopics. Yeah, I'm reaching out here. I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm reaching out for this. Uh, let's see. Uh, you would need to see like a a modern day melodrama. What? Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, oh, the yeah. color purple. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Forget that one. Huh? Oh fuck, I forgot about that one. The great Whoopi Holy shit. Yeah. Was that her first first serious role? Serious role too. Yes. Oh wow. fuck yeah. They really Man, went hard like, for that. Yeah. I need to see Whoopi come back again, do some shit like that. Dude, she she only why? for you. She's yeah, I mean, dude, right now she's just coasting because she's did everything. <laughs> like, she, she literally won the, every award. Yeah, she, no, she has like literally that, done everything. What you got? What's it, it's called what? EGOT. Yeah, the EGOT. Yeah, he got, she got the EGOT. No, has she? Yes. No, does, she does not have all of them. Yeah, she has all of them. She has everything. Yeah. I, need, yeah, I need to look this up. Okay. I need to look it up. I know that's the one thing I 100% know about her. She got an EGOT. Ooh, call me dumb, but what's an EGOT? So, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, no, okay. I think, yeah. 
M E. Oh, okay. E G O T. Yeah. yeah. Okay. M-E-O-T. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She is EGOT. Yeah. yeah. She's EGOT. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. Well, she doesn't need to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. She's okay. doing the view because she wants to. That's it. She's literally doing it to kill time. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, at that point. Damn, she said that shit early then. Yeah. When did she get EGOT? Wow. Damn. Well, let's see. She got her she got an Academy Award for her for a rolling ghost. Mm-hmm. And then I'm assuming a Tony. Oh no, not a Tony. A Tony's like uh Broadway. Yes. A she- Grammy? I'm assuming the Grammy is don't even tell me. I'm um sister act. I'm assuming. Because there was no, musical she, stuff. For a Grammy? Yeah. Um I think Damn, I missed she this. So Dude, she's got so many awards. Prime Time Grammy. Um, she got it for Whoopi Goldberg original Broadway show recording. Yeah, that's what it's called. Best original. Uh, really? Comedy, yeah. Best comedy, comedy album. album. Best yeah. comedy album. Wow. She won it for Ghost. Then for the Tony, she got um, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Oh, really? She was in that one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was also in Sister I like that one. Yeah. In 2011, I like that. I like Ouch. that Broadway. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Wait, did she did she reprise her role or did she? Did Sister Act right there. Look at it, 2011. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Reprise the role. Nominated. Wow. Oh, uh, it must have been the Broadway. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Broadway. But it's, I mean, yeah. she. Yeah. Damn. That's that makes still, sense. <laughs> that's impressive. I'm not. Yeah, that's impressive. That. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So no, she's coasting. She's definitely just coasting that shit. Yeah. She she's already won. Mm-hmm. She's won the game. Oh man, is there any more that we could think? Oh fucking! How did I forget about Monique? Monique, yeah, oh, yeah, with yeah. Precious. That one was heavy. That that hit. Yes. That, I mean, that's personal though. That's that's something where it absolutely made sense putting her in that movie because that is a fucking personal experience yes. for her. Yeah, and a lot of these roles do work better, of course, for actors and you know especially anyone who's had the personal experience that they went through mm-hmm. but it does take range just to pull shit out of your ass and just you know start running with it that's why i really do respect like jonah hill for example is from his age just really running with it and just knocking off these different diverse roles mm-hmm. like he went past just trying to be the serious actor yeah. yeah he's going now over into the territory of like gary oldman becoming like that chameleon actor yeah. doing different yeah. roles every time dropping his way up and down yeah yes and you see that multiple times along his performances where you have him um where you had him in war dogs you had him mm-hmm. in um Moneyball. you had him in what was the most recent one that he was that we just talked about uh oh the one uh, uh, yeah yeah Something but on foot. Something. Out- yeah, yeah, with the Amazon thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he he's continuously fluctuating between his weight to be able to fit a role that he believes is well the perfect shape mm-hmm. for that role. I love it. I yeah, I, yeah. I like Jonah Hill. Yeah, I really as do. an actor. Every I, time he comes on, um, I'm like, all right. Like, like, I was like, I'm in. I like to see. Well, I like to see more of Monique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I yeah, you I definitely want to see more Monique. Yeah, I wonder uh, if that one role was just like it's her management. Honestly, it's her management. It's kind of unfortunate. Kind of what's she doing right now? Not much because of what happened with. Uh, she wanted a higher pay. Mm-hmm. She, I think, she wanted the same pay as like for the Chappelle mm-hmm. for the stand-ups, and she was not going to get it. Oh, yeah, and nice, yeah. so she said no, and she kind of unfortunately burned a few bridges. Ah, uh, she back. she started bad talking. Uh, She's talking what's called a Netflix and other oh, streaming stuff, services. Yeah. So that kind of hindered her career a little bit. But I think she will come back. 
Yeah, Unfortunately, definitely. a couple indie films. I've seen our indie films. Indie films. I mean, it's going to ask. I do like the indie route way better yeah. than them just going out into like a knockout, you know, role from the start from a big studio. Mm-hmm. It feels a lot more authentic. It's more, I think it's more authentic because they're loud. That authenticity. Yeah. With studio, you, you're under so much control. Like they want it done a certain way, especially that high, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? A, you know, a well-known d- director, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, even let's, let's put aside David Finch. I mean, he's a perfectionist, but you know, other directors, but they, you know, all of a sudden they're given this amount of power mm-hmm. and like, well, I want it done this exact way. Yeah. And a lot of times these actors don't like, you know, they don't, don't like that shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's something where. I, I like seeing this where it goes, and I like seeing these actors break out into these different roles. I'm just curious and seeing who can do this and how far they can go with this shit. You have other ones that are still going hard with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was Foxcatcher. That's like the last like hard serious thing I saw Steve Carell in was Foxcatcher. He's been in a lot. I I think the the last hard one. I mean, Foxcatcher was hard. Mm. But he also his last one that I saw, Beautiful Boy. I haven't seen that one. That one's hard. Like Foxcatcher, yeah, that one's that one's based off true events. Mm-hmm. But Beautiful Boy is just like a hard emotional, just he was tug that, at the heartstrings. Yeah, he was that weird transition where I did not pay to like attention at all, and I didn't really care too much about Steve Carell's career before that because he was always that weird, silly guy. Yeah. yeah. But then all of a sudden, like, he just fucking flipped to 180 and transitioned no, yeah. out of nowhere. No, the way he, it's, okay. I you think gotta admit, his career is odd mm-hmm. because he goes back and forth. At, at yeah. Pretty much at any given will, he's just like, comedy, serious, action, action, comedy, serious. <laughs> like, well, he'll literally jump back and forth yeah. between the two. Yeah, and it's, but he works it. He knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what's, that's what, where most actors can't do that. Yeah. It works with him. And it's funny too, because it's even slowly branching out just past being in front of the camera. These guys are even starting the right yeah. projects now. Think about fucking what's his name? Uh, how am I forgetting his name? He's from Eastbound and Down. I know who you're talking about, and I hate that motherfucker too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um Danny McBride. Yes. Yeah, oh. I'll try to type it in. Okay, so but you guys know Danny McBride co-wrote Halloween, the new Halloween films. Yeah. Okay, I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah. And then, John, like I said, the whole point of this podcast, John Jadzinski wrote A Quiet Place Part 2. Like, they're getting past even just being actors now, and they're actually writing pretty solid, like, flicks. I mean, obviously, look like look at Jordan Peele. I mean, mm-hmm. look at, he started off as a straight comedian writing for, uh, writing for he, Mad was, TV, yeah. mm-hmm. writing for, you know, Keen Peele, and now he made these, these horror, not even, Okay. Thrillers? No, no. He he created his own separate genre. That's what I... It's, like, <laughs> it's a... It's a crossbreed between horror, thriller, and suspense. That? But he tied in so heavily into... Uh, what's it called? Uh, like, racial disputes in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he created... It's, like, it's, like, like it's funny because rich- it's almost like... It's really like horror for yeah. black people in the eyes of black people. What yeah. is like... He's basically taking the ideas like you live, here's your life living as a black person. Imagine this as a horror story. Yeah. And he's like, I'd say, he, to me, it's somebody, he invents his own genre. He yeah, he does. Genre. He really does. Because he also did, uh, I think he also directed uh, or wrote a couple episodes for Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah he, he did Twilight Zone. Yeah. Um, 
He produced the new one. I know he's done a few other stuff on the side too. He's been doing a lot of side writing. Yeah. But honestly, I think he not only started, but made a genre. Because uh, what's that one? Uh, Love, uh, Lovecraft H. Country? Lovecraft. Yeah. Love, yeah. Oh. Lovecraft Country? Yeah. Which yeah. you gotta admit, yeah. that, that would not be around if it wasn't, if it for, wasn't for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If Us never came out, if yeah. Get Out never came out, yeah, that show will never fucking You would become not a have the writing star power to be able to be like, yeah, I'm gonna make a like a Lovecraft series. But not, no, it's not even that. The fact that he made something that's racially, you know, it's tied into racial, but it's yeah. a horror. You know, he created that genre. Mm. So it's like racial horror. Yeah, racial horror, I guess. It's almost comes. We gotta come up with a better name. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely gotta find a better name for that. Uh, but I think that's, I think that's pretty good. Do we have any other comedians um, that we all talking about? Uh, or let's see. anyone uh, has like incredible transitional careers? I want to do well, a reverse. Oh, reverse. A reverse. They go from serious to comedies. Ooh, mm. yes. Oh, Which I already know mean, who you're talking about. Yep. Who? Yep. Uh, Leslie Nielsen. Oh, yeah. He started off a straight drama. Yeah. yeah. He started. That was his ooh. first comedic role was Airplane. That's his yeah. first. That was the first one, right? Yeah. Just, they needed someone to play a doctor. They yeah. needed someone who was so serious in a role, but not for the sake of acting serious, but was already just serious. Serious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which the way he played the entire role was as serious. If you took away his dialogue, it didn't say nothing. You'll see it's just the serious acting you can get. Mm. Yeah. But it's just the fact how he d- delivers the lines. It's so deadpan humor, which he stuck with his entire, entire career. career. Yeah, yeah, that was his thing after that. Has there been anyone else like that who's gone from the serious into straight comedy? James Franco kind of did something like that. No, he's... No. I know. No. No, his... He's weird. Let's 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 just cover. Let's just not cover over that because yeah. his okay. whole career path is yeah. just fucking weird. All right, X that one. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any like who went from like some st- straight serious to like like I said, the only one I could kind of think about was like the Mark Wahlberg, but his is still unique in its way because you know mm, yeah. they got him just to be him, and his deadpan seriousness affects you know it brings a comi- like the comedic value into it. Here's a question, Michael Maybe- Keaton. Michael Keaton. No, actually, he started off as, yeah. as comedy. Yeah, he started Maybe? comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he started comedy. That's why it kind of fits him going back into comedy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Here's one. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm gonna do some research and find out if he did if he has done any like comedies. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart. I know he's done like a lot of theater work. I know he's act serious roles. I know that. But has he done any comedy? Because I don't I, anything know. outside of like like um American Dad. I don't know. Because, okay, aside from American Dad, but the commercials he does. Yeah. You got to admit, the commercials he does are freaking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if he's done a comedy because I think he'd be perfect for a comedy. He would be. He honestly definitely would be. Oh, that would be a perfect, um, like, what? Oh. My- Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas. Uh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yes, that's yes. right. He, he did, did that movie with Zac roles. Efron. And now, oh, shit. And now his older age, he's doing comedies. Yeah. yeah, he's doing. Yeah, he has been doing like quite a bit, a lot of comedies lately. Yeah, I think it's because he wants. At this point, he just wants. He doesn't he care did, about his career. He did yeah. that one. He did the intern. Yeah, yeah. You like oh, that one? Shit, and yeah. then uh, I think, I think that was the last comedy one. Oh no, 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 he had the intern, and then he had that one with Zac Efron, mm-hmm. and then I think not too long after that, I think the Irishman came out. Mm. That's why, like, I don't know. Did he really want to do those, or was the paycheck pretty nice for those? I think he. Wa- I think he was curious. Curious. Yeah. I think he was curious. Like, oh, yeah, I want to try something new. Oh no, no. What am I talking about? He also did. Um. Oh my god. He did two movies, or was it three movies? It was that movie with Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal was his psychiatrist. Oh. He. Um. Uh. Mr. Bob or Mr. No, it was um. Oh. Damn it. It was Mr. It was, 
miss miss something miss miscommunicate no not miscommunicate analyze this analyze this analyze yep, this that's okay. right analyze this okay and also Rocky Bullwinkle forgot about that <laughs> oh yeah oh, I forgot God. about Rocky Bullwinkle that's right he had analyze this and analyze that okay okay yeah okay so he's done ser- okay so yeah, he's yeah, done yeah. a good amount of serious movies. But as well as a, a great, a good amount of comedy as well. Yeah. So he he kind of like flips. But I think he's more recognized for you know being a hard hit. Yeah. No, series. without a doubt. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. he did Casino. Mm-hmm. He did. Um. He did Goodfellas. Which also, I mean, bringing up the Casino as well. Uh, Don Rickles. Oh, oh yes. yes, Don Rickles. Yeah. Which if anybody knows him, obviously comedy. more the younger audience is the Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Uh. But as for this guy was. Look up on YouTube. I, that's what I gotta say. Look up on YouTube. His roast. This guy was like the original roast master. This, for for those that don't know, roast. It's not limited to just Comedy Central. Okay, no. if you it's, say the roast or whatever, but these roasts back in the day were not as the roast that we see today. Oh no, roast back in the hard. day, oh, they, they went hard. hard. They didn't curse as much. They shit got personal, but though. they got yeah. personal. <laughs> it was like if you didn't have tough skin, they're they're going right after the jugular. Or even look up his last, like his last uh, stand-up special. Yeah, dude, still he hits hard. Uh, Don yeah. Rickles is Don Rickles was the star power that like he can walk onto any late night show and people will take him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if they already have yep. somebody on that, they'll take him immediately. They'll be like, "Holy shit, it's Don Rickles!" <laughs> you know, it's fuck yeah, we're gonna have him. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. But on Casino, he played a straight serious role. He did yeah. not know yeah. comedy in that thing. Yeah. And that's where like, okay, that's... that's Yeah, that's one. All uh, right. But uh, yeah, I think we got it covered. Yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty think covered. We, uh, I mean, that was a huge ray of just different actors and comedians and just all kinds of people who... Yeah. Damn, fuck. I just, I want to see... I want to get... I really wanted to get weird. I want the weird ones... I now want the Michael Sarahs and like the Jesse Eisenbergs <laughs> to like come out and become like, fuck Yeah. I want Michael Sarah then. I will say Michael Sarah. Yeah, you Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. If I or who's that kid who played McLovin? Oh my God! I want to see him. I just want this I to get it. weird. Now we're talking about the greats. I want to see the not greats get great. Like Holly Shore. Holly Shore. <laughs> oh, bring Holly Shore back. Oh no. I th- okay. Here's something. I think he can. I think he could do a serious role because there's been enough <laughs> shit in his life that you could do it. Yeah. No. Dude, dude. Um, no. No. I would not watch it. It's Sorry. I think I think so, dude. I think that he could make a an actual like I think if someone put the effort into writing a script for him. <laughs> no one's gonna put the effort about, No one's gonna. It's dude, fucking make it about like about a failing comedian. You write it. <laughs> like, I don't know how to spend my time writing that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to write the story for Pauly Shore and it's gonna end up just turning the Joker. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> there we go. We got a story. <laughs> the Joker too. <laughs> Polly Shore edition. Polly Shore. We call it the weasel. The weasel. Uh. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to be where we're going to cut that off nice right to there. It. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious about your thoughts on tonight's topics. Do you have any comedians that you want to see and get a serious roles? Is there comedians that you just know fucking hit the mark and you just want to keep going? Let us know. You can leave a comment in the below if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this on an open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com 
forward slash the Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film news related shit. We put out episodes every Friday. For our audio listeners, we can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. Please like and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Later, taters. I hate you. Can't. <laughs> <laughs>